Hello, everyone. This is Joubert Abraham from AGM. It's a full LinkedIn marketing agency out in Kearney, New Jersey. So today's episode, I have the privilege to be here with my good friend, Chris Lipper. Chris is a entrepreneur with three companies, uh, the Alternative Board Franchise, Underboard Sales Training, and Frank Corp Franchise. Chris has helped companies from building to selling. He has helped over 35 companies exit the marketplace, and he is also known as the business coach whisperer. So you're going to hear a pretty good episode today on how to ask for referrals. So let's dive right in. Welcome to Small Biz Tips with My Connections with your host, Jubair Abraham, where he invites successful six-figure or seven-figure entrepreneurs on the show to share their journey, their failure, their lessons, and tips that can help and inspire up-and-coming entrepreneurs. Hey guys, welcome. This is Jubair Abraham with Small Biz Tips and My Connections. I have my really good friend, Chris Lipper. How are you today, sir? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. I am fantastic. Thank you for being on. So listen, to kind of get started, guys, Chris is kind of like a big deal, but I don't tell everybody that. (laughs) So Chris, I want you to share, what is one thing that a lot of people don't know about you? There's a lot of things people don't know about (laughs) me, and I'd like to keep it that way. But one of my favorite answers to that question is, you know, the... Peter, Paul, and Mary song, Puff the Magic Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know how there's kids singing in the background? Mm-hmm. I'm one of the kids. Okay. So that, wow. was recorded, like, really? that was recorded at my nursery school in like 1968. Oh, wow. So that's my wow. claim to fame. That's awesome. Yeah. You're famous too. Wow. That's good yeah, to There know. it is. I'm in the band. Right. <laughs> so, um, you know, to kind of get back on track here, uh, I think it's important that my audience and everybody that's listening uh, need to know exactly, you know, tell us about you. Tell us about Chris. Tell us about what you've been able to accomplish and how have you helped so many entrepreneurs over the past few years? I'll try to give you the short version, but I was really born into being an entrepreneur. I didn't have a choice. I, I come from a family of entrepreneurs nice. and I, I grew up surrounded by some of the greats. I, my dad was a big deal in the entrepreneurial world. He owned a magazine called Venture Magazine, which was a magazine for entrepreneurs with a circulation of 450,000. And people wow. were just always around. On the weekends, we could have, you know, um, I don't know, Ivan Boski, um, uh, all kinds of just big deals in the entrepreneurial world. Yeah. It's escaping me now. Um, but it was amazing and I didn't realize it, but I knew the energy and I knew the passion and the stories. Mm-hmm. And later in life, I figured out who these people were and it was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Um, I, and as a kid, I would sell the artwork I made in class to my <laughs> parents' friends, you know? That's so it awesome. started young. Um, my first real company, my first LLC, I was probably I don't know, uh, 23, 24, something like that. It was nice. a tennis racket business, uh, repping different companies. And then I had a marketing company. Um, okay. And I, I worked in the apparel industry. I was inventing at the time. I had a dozen patented products. Wow. But selling uh, for a number of companies in the apparel industry. Um, That's cool. And then I've got the three companies I have now. So I, I've just always been an owner. Uh, I'm somewhat unemployable, I guess, as part of it. 
as are most entrepreneurs. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. You know, um, now I'm curious, those three companies you have now, uh, tell us a bit more about each one of them and how they're serving entrepreneurs right now. So the first one is a franchise that I own called the Alternative Board and our territory is North, Northern Central New Jersey. And I was a member originally when I was yeah. inventing, I had a, a dozen different patented products. And it was nice to go to a board where people could keep me in line and move me along and hold me accountable. Very long story short, today I own the franchise and I have for the last eight years. Nice. Um, and what we do is we coach owners by committee. We put owners on a board of eight. So yeah. we have eight owners on a board plus a facilitator that moves the meeting along, gets everyone involved. Everybody who attends presents a challenge or an opportunity that they yeah. want feedback on. Everyone gives everyone feedback. Mm -hmm. And then there's a commitment to what they're going to do by the next month's meeting. Wow, um, that's, that's very structured. Yeah, and that's the raw roots of it. We now have software. Um, okay. excellent uh, that tracks the commitments and all of that and it's a, it's a lot of fun but more than fun our owners do great it's Good. amazing 35 of our owners in the last five years have sold their businesses Wow by plan that was their exit strategy and goal and with tabs help that got done so that's a big deal that's awesome so if you're looking to build a business develop it and potentially sell it and have a plan in place the alternative board might be a good place for you to have someone keep you committed. It's the best I know, and it's the fairest value. And our meetings aren't all day, and everybody gets a turn. Mm -hmm. uh, they are professionally facilitated, uh, and the results are ginormous. That's we fantastic. 30,000 members worldwide. We are a franchise. Yeah. So it's a big reach, and we have the yellow pages where we can all connect each other. And it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful organization i've been around either as a member mm -hmm. or an owner for 20 years wow i mean the fact that you went through that process so you know how the owner actually feel uh, because yeah. you were one of the peep members on there and now you you have your own franchise so you know exactly what's going on mentally with different owners so i get entrepreneurs i know what motivates you guys i know what makes entrepreneurs tick and i, I know what they won't do and i yeah. know how to get them to do things that they think they don't want to do <laughs> That's a pretty good skill set. Yeah. <laughs> so t tell us about the second company. Another company I have is called On the Bus Sales Training, and that mm -hmm. developed out of TAB. And a lot of our TAB members, um, well, I actually had it before TAB, but it kind of kicked in. Uh, a lot of our TAB members' employees needed some help selling, and a lot of our owners needed some help selling and just needed some fine-tuning. Yeah. Things have come out of that, like trade shows. Mm -hmm. I was once at a board meeting where somebody said, you know, trade shows suck. I was like, well, they don't suck. Maybe you're just, maybe <laughs> you, you know? And, you're not so good at it. <laughs> right. So I said, I'll show you and we'll have a trade show. And, you know, all of a sudden we had 20 something booths and 300 people came. I was like, oh, that's wow. fun. Let's do that again. And we're about nice. to have our third on June 7th. That's awesome. We're having another trade show. So that's an example of what can come from uh, sales training. We teach people how to sell with questions versus yeah. answers. We uh, harp on asking for referrals. It's so important. Well, t tell us more about that. I mean, because, you know, we have tons of entrepreneurs that listen to this show, right? They're, they're, right. They sell their products or service, and, and most of them forget to ask for referrals. So what would you say is the approach or strategy that you would recommend someone to use to ask for referral properly? 
So it depends on their personality types. If they're, you know, if we use DISC as an example, if they're a high C or an, an SC, somewhere where checklists are important to them, put it on a checklist. Okay. Make sure it's the last thing. If you're a high I or someone like that, or somebody who just likes to engage and likes people and is chatting, anytime somebody says, hey, you're great, you did a great job for us, that's your key. Gotcha. Ask for the referral. Gotcha. So anytime somebody, or anytime you give a virtual tour, yeah. Somebody says, so, hey, what do you do? If you're going to take the time to explain it to them, you might as well throw in there, do you know anyone who might benefit from something like this? Gotcha. And then you got to coach them on how to give the referral. It's a whole class. We talk for an hour on that one. That's fantastic. Uh, I definitely think that can be extremely valuable for a lot of entrepreneurs because, you know, you want that consistent flow of business, keep going in and out. So if you're not asking for referrals, then, then you know, if you don't act, you don't get <laughs> Right. And it beats cold calling, right? Nobody likes cold calling. <laughs> and it's cheaper than advertising. All it takes is guts. And it's yeah. just a good habit. Good habits are as hard to break as bad ones. Mm -hmm. And this is just a good habit we all should have. That's fantastic. So how about the, the third company? So the third company, I represent a company called Francorp out of Chicago. And what they do is franchise companies. And they're the world's oldest and largest franchising company. So they're nice. 50 years old. I think, well, maybe it's 48 years old. But and they're close to 50 years they've been doing this. Mm -hmm. And the top 200 franchises in the world have gone through them. Wow. Like, like who? Give us some names. You name companies. it. Any franchise you see out there, they probably did. Wow. Buffalo Wild Wings or... Yep. Well, Buffalo Wild Wings was just bought by Arby's and they were on both sides of that deal because they were the original franchisor of both companies. Wow. That's so awesome. it's that kind of magnitude. But what I've learned with franchising, so I told you 35 of our owners sold. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like game over, you're done. And if that's your exit strategy and that's the end game, that's great. But a lot of the owners that I work with are my favorite kind, no offense to anyone else, but they're founding owners yeah. they're entrepreneurs they're brand builders yeah so if you're building a brand if you're building a business and you know you'll get to two or three locations at yeah. and then you're tapped out money wise but not just money wise mm -hmm. maybe it's just exhaustion wise you don't have the energy to manage all three locations uh -huh. why not franchise why not have somebody paying you yeah. You still have control. You still have the guidelines. You're still going to have visits and control your brand, your image, your system, mm -hmm. everything. But so it makes a lot more sense to have people paying you for your growth and you're not giving up equity. So it's using the franchise model as a way to grow and expand, but also as another form of financing. That's right. You know, and enhancing your overall brand. I That's think it huge. makes all the sense in the world for many, many companies. And That's one true. you wouldn't think of. I was talking to the owner of a big theater the other day, a yeah. music venue. But why not have that music venue in every major city around the world? Yeah, yeah. right. Any company that has a formula in place, and I don't mean a recipe. Yeah. We all have systems, right? And the way we coach is that the less of you, the more it's worth. Mm -hmm. So if we can get the owner out of every seat, and really just in the God spot overseeing everything. Now we have systems. And That's out of the it. book, Good to Great, or maybe it's the E-Myth, you know, they talk about managing systems versus people. Yeah. T tell us more about that. I mean, because I, I think that's, that's, that's golden because when it comes to developing systems for companies and, and for your own business, 
you know, what would you say are some of the first steps that the owners should look into doing to create their system if they don't really have a system in place? So one of the advantages also of franchising, right, is you're not having to make the mistakes that the owners made. So what I would look at as the owner who's developing systems is all the things we've learned not to do. Because that's priceless, right? We've all made our share of mistakes that have cost us a lot of time, money, effort, and it didn't pan out. So we know not to do that again, or at least not the way we did it. So I would start there. You know, if you buy a McDonald's franchise, Mm -hmm. you've got all the recipes, formulas, you know, the the inventory, everything. You can't make the burger wrong if you're following their system. Their system is that it tastes like the burger in the next town, county, state, country. Yeah. They all are the same. Same burgers, same ingredients, same two buns, same right. mayo, whatever, to kind of get it going. That's right. fantastic. And, and then the client knows what to expect, and they like it, they don't like it. You know, that's up to them, but yeah. at least they're delivering a consistent message. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, you mentioned something earlier that I think some people may not be too familiar with. You're talking about the different type of personality, and you mentioned an I, a C, a D. Can you kind of expand on that a little bit more? Because I think that's an important topic that people don't really pay attention to. So it's a proprietary product called DISC and there's a DISC analysis and I am, I'm not DISC certified, so I don't give talks on it per se, but I'm passionate about it. So I can tell you, and there's a book called DISC Takes Flight, which compares the different personalities to birds. Mm -hmm. And um, Interesting. And we all, you know, I, I disc my kids, I disc the women I date, you know, it's, I, 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 I love disc, you know, I want to know who I'm working with and how to motivate them and, and what works and what doesn't. So gotcha. uh, I'm a D, I'm all D, I'm off the chart D. And what that means is I'm incredibly direct. I also can be laser accurate, but people might think I'm a bit of an ass, people might think that, um, uh, abrupt, uh-huh. noxious, and I really want a t-shirt that says, I'm just a D, you know? Um, yeah, you should definitely get that t-shirt. I, I love to right. see it. Some companies have coffee cups, you know, with uh-huh. your disc profile, profile on it. If yeah. I was a bird, I would be an eagle, according to the book, Disc Takes Flight. Okay. So I tend to soar up alone. Um, I do what I got to do. I go down and get the prayer, whatever it is. And then I go back up alone. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that I don't have friends. I do and I'm friendly, but I don't have a lot of friends. You know, I have important friends that are very close to me and I'm very close to the people that are in my group. Yeah. I'm not going to be the guy who lights up a room. Those are the eyes. Gotcha. The eyes are the people persons. They smile a lot. They talk mm-hmm. a lot. They're loud. Uh, they light up a room when they walk in. You always can tell who the eyes are. And if they were a bird, they would be a parrot or a peacock because <laughs> they're colorful, you know. And a, a good mix for a salesman might be an ID, depending okay. on what you're selling. Yeah. Probably so something the, fun. The charm coming in with the smile and then the directness to really get to yep. business. And then you've got the S's. So the S's are always the hardest to judge. When in doubt, they're an S. And those are the doves. And they're, they're nurturing, they're um, soothing. Uh, it's hard to tell if an S is having a good day or a bad day. They're just an S. You know, that's who they are. Um, and a nice mix for them, again, for maybe customer service, would be an SI. Gotcha. Because they are nurturing by nature. 
and they tend to be the mother hens. They make great office managers. Gotcha. Interesting. Wow. And the C's, the C's are owls, mm-hmm. and they are the analytical ones. They are the ones that it's uh, anal- paralysis by analysis. They okay. never feel ready. They can't go sell unless their website website's complete. <laughs> and it's kind of like, well, the website's not meant to ever be complete. Why can't you sell? You know, it's um, the C's are difficult, but when they say something, pay attention. Yeah. Because it's memorable. You can always tell, see, they look up before they speak. They're looking for the words. Gotcha. If you want to know who someone is, ask them for directions. Interesting. Uh, a D is going to look at you like you don't have ways. an app that can <laughs> yeah. get you there. Put in GPS. <laughs> right. Uh, the I will tell you about the restaurants along the way and the specials Ooh. on the menu. And, you know, my daughter got engaged there. Nothing oh, wow. that has to do with yeah. the directions, but they just can't help but add the color. <laughs> um, the S's will probably come out and meet you the last mm-hmm. mile and bring you in. They're the ones that might flash the light or be standing on the porch, uh, but they want to nurture you and bring you in. And the C's will know the tenths of a mile. <laughs> you know, seven-eighths of a mile, you take a right, that kind of thing. Wow. I think, you know, uh, understanding the dispersonality is extremely important for any entrepreneur because it allows you to better communicate, right, with, with the person that you're looking to potentially do business with, either clients or employees. So what would you say is like one tip that you would suggest to any entrepreneurs, you know, to help them really scale up their business, um, either by leveraging this a little bit more or how would you kind of help them? Because you've had tons of experience with so many entrepreneurs. So if we're talking about DISC, I don't think we are, but using DISC as an example, know who your client is and how to quote them. Mm. So for a D or a C, Put the numbers up front in your quote. They don't really want the fluff. Don't gotcha. look for the numbers. For an I or an S, they love the fluff. So let them read all the wonderful benefits. Testimonials. You know, right. All that stuff. And then put the prices in the back. So if gotcha. your question was re- regarding using DISC, that's how I would do it. Awesome. That's one side of it. What's the other side? <laughs> um. So what was the question? My biggest tip for entrepreneurs and how to grow? Yeah. So twofold. One, always be interviewing. Okay. Always be looking for talent. Always know who's out there. And always, always ask for referrals. Mm. It may be the person you're talking to will refer themselves. Yeah. But don't be a sales guy. Don't be that cheesy guy who's going for the sale. Just talk about referrals and see who they know. Gotcha. If you want referrals, give referrals. Yeah. So leverage the referral strategy to get you in the door. It's karma. Awesome. This is gold. Chris, thank you again for your time today. This was fantastic. Thank I you. I love it that you, you know, really take time out your day to share this with us. What, how do people get in touch with you? You know, if somebody want to say, okay, I need help with sales training. I need somebody to kind of be help me as an entrepreneur. Or I'm thinking about franchising. How do they get in touch with you? So even if it's not them, if it's someone they know. There we go. Referral. <laughs> Chris, it's Chris at onthebus.biz. Awesome. Chris at onthebus.biz. C-H-R-I-S at onthebus.biz. B-I-Z. Fantastic. This was awesome, guys. You heard it from Chris Lipper himself.
definitely go check him out. Reach out to him if you have questions. I am sure he can help you. You guys have an amazing day. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Tips. For more, subscribe to our YouTube channel and connect on LinkedIn and Instagram at Jeff Abe Online. And check out our website at www.abrahamglobal.com.